How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Weekend Variety Show for the Gaming Observer, Sunday, June the 20th. Oh man, I hope you're having a great weekend. I am in the middle of moving to a new home, and I am currently slated to get there on Wednesday. So in the middle of this week, I might not have some news stories for you, depending on how the move goes, just as a heads up. Either way, today I wanted to do a little bit of exploring about separating the art from the artist. And I started thinking about this because of what was going on with Scott Cawthon and the Five Nights at Freddy series. We talked about that on Friday. And I don't want to talk about that specific situation. I think I said my piece about it on Friday. But I feel like this is a topic that comes up more and more. And it's messy. It's complicated. There isn't always a right answer. And I'm not necessarily here to tell you how to think. I think there's some situations in which there is a right and a wrong. But I also think a lot of the situations, it's not that simple. You know, like, I think one of the situations that is simple is analyzing work from creators that are long gone. You think about somebody like H.P. Lovecraft, right? Seriously problematic dude. And the very problematic opinions that he had were, of course, reflected in his work. But he's also been dead for more than 60 years. There, there's no way for him to profit off of the work that he made. And I think what has already been done in regards to Lovecraft is kind of the best that you can do, which is slap a little message at the beginning of your game or your book or your movie or anything that's inspired by Cthulhu and Lovecraftian horror and just say, hey, we don't condone anything that this guy believed in and we are simply trying to, you know, inspire from the art that he created. And of course, there's still some unwrapping that could be happening there. But for the most part, I think we can all feel good about creating Lovecraftian horror and appreciating it while also recognizing the issues. And then I think it starts to get more complicated when you're talking about people who are still alive. You think about what's going on with J.K. Rowling. Again, I'm not here to tell you how you should feel about J.K. Rowling. I personally do not condone or support any of the things that she has said. But do we go so far as to say, you know, I refuse to engage or invest in anything Harry Potter related? Is that just a personal thing or is that a societal thing? Is that something that you should be going to other people and saying, hey, don't support this person? Which, by the way, I don't think is all that wild of an idea. I think that a lot of people really like to throw around this concept that cancel culture, quote unquote, is ruining society. And the reality is that we're just holding people accountable for their actions. Of course, some people go way too far, but... This is the core of what we're getting at here. Somebody does something wrong. A creator does something wrong. Somebody who produces art meant to be consumed. And we as the consumers need to make a decision. Do you support somebody who you don't align your morals with? Or do you completely separate it, look only at the art and the creation itself as totally different things? Now, I actually do think that's impossible. I think morality and opinion... And subconscious bias is going to exist in any kind of creation that would come out of that person. But there is certainly a practical element to that point, right? I mean, there are a lot of people who grew up with Harry Potter. It was a major part of their lives, and they want to continue engaging with it because it makes them happy. And if you don't agree with J.K. Rowling, but you're still able to sleep at night consuming that media, then, in my opinion, that's okay. Because even then, there's some justifications there. She's already rich. She kind of feels like this far-off person who isn't impacted by what you do or don't do. 
But sometimes it can get even more personal than that, and that's what's happening with Scott Cawthon. Somebody who has a direct line to his community, who started as an indie game developer and ended up blowing up, and the people who play Five Nights at Freddy's and purchased these games can directly follow their money going into the pockets of Republican politicians, who in turn might be directly trying to oppress the person giving them that money. It's, it's extremely difficult to separate art from artist in that sense, isn't it? Once again, folks, I'm not saying that there's easy answers here. I have my own opinions. I made them very clear in this episode. But there are a few things that I know to be true. One of them is that Twitter is not the way to solve these problems. 280 characters is not enough. And most importantly, conflict is not the answer. Anger and arguments and insults are so prevalent in this conversation. And they can't be. They cannot be. You don't get anywhere with that. Trust me, as somebody who comes from a family of anger, you never really accomplish anything in these conversations. The last thing that I'm going to say about this is that whenever this kind of thing comes up, my brain always goes back to these two YouTubers who I used to watch as a kid. Their names were Pro Syndicate and T. Martin. They were Call of Duty players. And they became pretty famous because they ran a gambling site without disclosing that they, in fact, were owners of the gambling site. They used their platform to market the gambling site to children who subsequently lost, you know, tons of money that belonged to their parents. They were taken advantage of and lied to. And the two of them never really faced any consequences. The world moved on and they're still full-time YouTubers. I think about that constantly. And I think about how that should not have happened. How they're still in positions of power and still reaping the rewards of an audience they took major advantage of. That's not okay in my book, and, and that's not cancel culture, that's just human decency, you know? That's just one example of where I can't separate the art from the artist, and like I said, it's complicated. Anyway, I've talked longer than I should. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in, it's greatly appreciated. I'm back with the news tomorrow, as I am every Monday to Friday, and until next time, happy gaming everyone. TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, first of all, a huge thank you to those of you who reached out to me over the last few days, uh, you know, saying good things about how I addressed the show on, on Friday. I did get the vibe that some of you seemed to think that I was, I guess, ripping my hair out over it. And I guess it may have come across that way on the After Show. Uh, I really am making these shows quite confidently, right? I, I'm putting the care into it that I need to. It's just something that was on my mind and I speak my mind here on the After Show. And uh, boy, did I go all in today, didn't I? I don't know. I, I think the more time that I spend on social media, the worse my mental health is. I mean, pretty much everyone except TikTok at this point. I, I go into the responses of some Twitter threads, like with this whole Scott Cawthon thing. You wade into the wrong subreddit and you just start to see parts of the world you wish didn't exist. And, and opinions and I don't know. I, I'm not here to say that Everyone needs to agree with me. But there's tact in the way that we need to talk about these things. You know, I can talk about it on this show because I have time to talk about it. I have five, six, to, and then now ten minutes with the after show to tell you what I think and expand on my thoughts and be kind. But so often when it comes to Reddit, Discord, really any text-based medium where people are, are relying on reactions and emotion and short responses... It's just, it hurts my brain. I'm grateful for the show that I have and this platform that I have because I hope to raise awareness about some things 
You know, maybe if somebody who's listening was indifferent about a given topic, maybe the way I talk about it will click with them and they'll start to care. Or maybe somebody who is in opposition to me uh, understands my candor and my humility to come into a microphone and broadcast my opinion to thousands of people, and hopefully my ability to convey these opinions in a respectful way. And if somebody who's in opposition to my line of thinking recognizes those things, then maybe they'll also appreciate something that I've said. I don't think I'm changing anybody's minds in 10 minutes, but I'm at least, I don't know, starting a conversation, opening someone up to another way of thinking. I think that's my responsibility as a creator or as someone with a platform. You know, because it would be super easy for me to say, oh no, video games only here, thank you. But that would just be, you know, putting on horse blinders to so many different things that are happening in the gaming community. The extreme amount of support that Scott Cawthon received. Again, it's a nuanced situation, but it's impossible to ignore. Can we separate the art from the artist? is a question that has existed for a long time, more prevalent in recent times, not strictly specific to video games, but certainly relevant right now. And I think me ignoring these issues is also me contributing to them. So I have to talk about them, at least in the capacity that I'm able to. Anyway, you know, this wasn't the first idea I had to make for a show. I I was gonna, you know, yesterday I talked about the Steam demos, I was gonna talk about another game I've been playing, but it just didn't feel right. It, It wasn't what was on my mind. This is what was on my mind. My friends, I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're happy. And if you're not, I wish you lots of health, both physical and mental. If you have any opinions about what we talked about today, and you think you can communicate it succinctly and respectfully through a direct message, I would be happy to read it. I can't promise uh, a lengthy response. I'm quite busy these days, but I would not mind another voice or two to turn this into a conversation rather than a monologue. Again, as long as it's kind. Back tomorrow with the news. Farewell.